Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better. Hat on, suit on, looking like the trapdoor, giving them all just like a million bucks, things in his cup. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh yeah, listen to me. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together.
to the voice come on come on y'all dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show man is god good to me unbelievable yeah he is and i and and i, and I can only attribute it to one thing it's it's just been a turnaround in my life it's it's been me finally making the decision to see what all god has for me but at the same time trying to be more god want me to be instead of more what i want to be that's the trade-off. You know, you got to do something now. You know, you know, you want God's blessings. You got to be willing to do something on his behalf. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying I got it right right now because I'm just being real with you. I don't. I don't have it all together by any stretch of the imagination. I'm trying to get better in several areas. I'm praying about it. I'm working on it. But, you know, it's a process. And I've, 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 I've grown to accept the process. But I'm improving in a lot of areas from day to day. But I tell you what, man, my success, all that's going on with me, I can only attribute to this turnaround. And the turnaround was simple. I turned around and started looking at God. That was a simple move, man. I just turned around and started looking at him. And I was going, okay, I get it now. You created me. You're the creator. You have a purpose for me. I understand that now. Now, let me just walk in that purpose and let me get to doing that purpose. Now, my purpose and your purpose and their purpose and anybody's purpose could be different. And the way you go about the purpose can be different. And that's the part that I've really grown up to. I've opened up my mind to understanding that everybody's different. Nobody's quite the same. And that is not my right or position to judge but to be uh, of a forgiving spirit and understand and forgive those as I ask God to forgive me. See, that's the key. That's the key, y'all. So when you out here and you stuck on this unforgiveness, understand in, in, in the Lord's prayer, there's a segment that says, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. There's another verse that says, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. It's two different versions but either one, it means the exact same thing. It means simply this, that you are asking God to forgive yours like you forgive others. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. When I cross the line with you, God, handle me the way I handle people when they cross the line with me. You feel what I'm saying to you. So you understand that that's the breakdown of it. Best way I can give it to you. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Forgive me, God, for stepping over the line like I forgive those that step over the line on me. That's the hard part, man. That's the part, man. I've really been working on. I've been really trying to get that together. And so I've learned forgiveness a lot better over the past five years than I have before. And it's paid off. I, I can't tell you how it's paid off. Because now 
God's mercy and grace is all over me because I've learned to become more graceful. Now, I ain't graceful like him. I ain't merciful like him, but I've learned to become more, more graceful, more merciful. Because, man, I can't live my life like that. I just got sick of me, man. You mad at me, now I'm mad at you. You hating on me, now I'm going to hate on you. I ain't got time for that, man. I've got you. Look here, you got somewhere to go. Hate take up time. It's time consuming, hating, trying to seek revenge. It's time consuming. It take up way too much of your time to seek revenge when vengeance ain't really yours. That's another one. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. It ain't yours. So now when you go to seek it, to take it out, guess what you're doing? You're doing something now, man. Now you're off into an area that you got no business being in. And instead of steady climbing your ladder like you're supposed to, you didn't take out time for vengeance. To hate. I'm a hater. I'm going to be a blogger. I'm going to blog about so-and-so. When you're blogging about somebody, and most of these people you don't even know, when you're blogging about somebody, what you doing? What you hating? It takes time to hate, man. I just decided, man, I got to take all my time. And instead of have doing time and being active, I got to be proactive. See, some people get that confused, being active and being proactive. Pro is positive. Pro means to move forward. You know, if, if you put pro in front of most words, it's a positive influence. You know, there's the pros and the cons. The pros is the good side. The cons is what can go wrong, the bad side. You know, if you're active, that's one thing. But if you're proactive, you're going forward in a positive direction. When you become a pro, that means you're the best of the best at whatever it is you've chosen to be. I'm a pro. So somehow, and I'm no uh, English teacher or grammatical guy, but the word pro a lot of times, when you put it in front of something, means positiveness. So now, a lot of people think that if you just active, something ought to happen. Well, I'm doing something. And that's what happens, man. We just find ourselves doing a lot of busy work that really ain't about nothing and ain't going nowhere. It ain't got no direction or no purpose because we haven't tried to find out the direction or purpose. So you wake up and you and you and your wheels are spinning. You a hamster on a treadmill. You're running real fast, but you're just going in the same spot. You understand? That's because you're just out here being active instead of proactive. Why don't you get God in your life? Why don't you turn and face your creator and find out how to become more proactive so you can do things to move yourself forward? How you can get your life off the ground and get off the treadmill and really get it rolling in the direction that it need to be going, man. I'm telling you, God can make that change for you if he see you making the change for him. See, the whole key, man, the whole key is you got to be willing to do something. You got to give God something to bless. Bless me, God. And then you go sit on your couch and you ain't trying. Okay, bless me, God, with what? What 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 he working with? He can't have the people hire you if you ain't put the app in. Come on, man. The blessing comes when you make a, a proactive step, when you try to do something on the positive side. Look, man, I'm going to quit messing around with all these people. I'm going to start going home. I'm going to leave these women alone out here. You got to say, all right, man, I ain't going over there tonight. 
I just ain't going to get. Then God can work with you. God, help me stop seeing all these women. But you steady going over there, calling them, setting up stuff. Well, can't nobody help you? Because once you get over there, you already know. See, you, you got to get proactive. You got to do something yourself. You make one step, he'll make two. That's, that's the key, man. So come on, y'all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, right now, I'm talking about at this, this current time. This moment in time, this is brand new. We ain't never had this one before. Boy, <laughs> I don't know how you looking at it, but I look at it the same. This is such an honor, a pleasure, a privilege, such a, a magnificent gift from God. I can't let it go by without saying thank you for it. This brand new day, this moment, this hour of the year, this moment in time that I've never seen before, and you let me see it? Thank you. I sure appreciate it because there's a lot of people missing this. I'm just glad it ain't me. Appreciate you, God. Hey, look here, y'all. This is how we're doing it over here. Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Mississippi Monica Jr., and the legend that is Nephew Tommy. Junior, so much going on in your life, man. Yeah, yeah, um, but but you know what, um, today, man, I, I I went to the cigar lounge yesterday, man. We had this conversation, um, and, it, and this is this is what bothers me, and this is what the effect of this whole John Morant situation has. And there was a young brother in there, and he said, "Man, why is everybody giving him such a hard time when he was just being with his friends, and that's how they turn up, that's how they get lit, and that's how they interact." And what is the big deal? Because y'all are older. Your friendships with your friends are not the same as his friendships with his friends. Okay. And I thought that was the craziest thing ever. Now, is that what it is? Is that how we have to look at it as if that wasn't, you know, them just turning up? This, them, this how they well, do. Well, all of what that young man said is true. He's 100% true. But he stopped a little bit short of telling you the rest. That might be how you and your friends are. That might be what y'all call turn up. But the league and the Grizzlies is paying your ass $32 million <laughs> to conduct yourself a certain way in exchange for the money on and off the court. 
because they have a conduct clause that mandates you have a certain conduct even when you're not dribbling that ball up the floor. See, that's the part he leaving out. You turn up however you want to, but when they find out your ass and turned up too far, they finna turn your ass right on back down. And you know how they gonna do it? They gonna take some take of the millions chance. back from you. And then if you keep on, they just gonna sit you down. Now listen, man. All of that's fine and dandy. Yeah, yeah. But and I'm and, and I and I'm through with this. How young he is? It's a lot of 23 year old players in the league. You gotta mm. find a new way to turn up, or you need to get some new damn friends. Cause your damn friends is stupid. <laughs> and see, and excuse me for using the term stupid, but I'm sick of everybody trying to hide behind this mental illness issue. If some of this stuff ain't mental illness. This is badass decisions you make. And if your friends keep getting you in a situation, you need a new set of friends, man. Because you if you're the smartest person in your group, you need a new group. And obviously you are surrounded by dumbass people. Because ain't nobody making a good decision. If you know Ja Ignit, why is y'all going live? If you know Ja Ignit. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Social media. (laughs) I think we're clear now on how you feel about it, Steve. Uh, Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we will hear from the nephew as he runs that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now to start your morning off with Run That Prank Back. What you got, birthday boy nephew? That's yeah. right. We didn't forget. What? We didn't forget. No, we didn't forget. Girl, oh, I wasn't going to say nothing. I wasn't going to say nothing. I said, who am I going to But, but yes, one time for the come birthday. On, and and, and right. did I come to work on my birthday? Did I come to work? Yes, you did. Oh, my I birthday. can't believe it. If oh, your birthday on Thursday, you if your birthday on Thursday, go on, on in there. But not Friday, though. <laughs> Are y'all expecting me tomorrow? Are you serious? Yeah, it's a it is a work day. day. I yeah. is a personally day. expect little to nothing from you. I'm actually <laughs> not done. I'm actually Very done if your ass is here. <laughs> on your birthday. You take it off just because it was the fifth. I am still here. I am still walking the planet. Yeah, man, because you was... Well, well you going to do it like that? That's how we going to celebrate? <laughs> I mean, like that, though? Like well, that? You, started, you said you but still it, it, here it, and you grateful. Then I almost said something, but I caught myself. But go, 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 What you finna say? What, well, what you about to say? I was going to say was you was, you was damn near gone. That's all Something. It's just the worst. The prank today No, man, is... but that's how good God is, though. Dog, you had a scam. And all of a sudden, look at you. You cancer free and everything. Man, I, I guess you ain't want to look at it like that. Okay. I didn't want, I, you, you, I'm sorry for how you uh, want to look at it. Six fifteen. I love. Don't, it. The, the prank is don't come to church today. God, come, come, come on. Come to work uh, on but, your but birthday. You, you, <laughs> but you need to go to church. <laughs> <laughs> and I go. Let's go, cat dog. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach Sister uh, Charisse Mayfield. Who is this? Deacon Bounds from the from the church. Deacon who? Bounds from the from ch- what? From our church. Yes, yes, ma'am. Okay. From from from. Tia, can you hear me good? I, this old phone don't work, 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 work good. Yeah, my phone okay. Okay, that I called it. The deacon board didn't have a meeting as well as uh, pastors, and mm-hmm. uh, they didn't have a meeting. They come to the understanding that uh, they're gonna ask you 
to not come to church right now because about that, them boys of yours, Eric and James, being in jail the way they is, and want, to, want you to just, uh, I don't know if they're going to suspend you from church right now, but they uh, they think it put a bad look on the church. My kids being in jail put a bad look on the church. Well, that's what that's, that's what they that's what they come up with. Now we didn't have a meeting with the deacon board and with Pastor Stoves. I don't understand why y'all have a me- meeting about my kids in the church. Well, what I, my kids got to do with the church? Well, what we trying to do is show a good example to the youth that we got there. Okay, you can show a good example by me being there paying my tithes and offering. Well, that's another thing that's been brought to our attention that we're going to be calling a lot of members about is people not paying the tithe the way they're supposed to. I pay my tithes. I don't know. I don't know who told you that, Deacon Barnes. I don't even know, first of all, who you are, and I'm not trying to be mean to you. And I don't. I don't even understand why you how you even got my phone number. Well, now let's, but I pay my tithes. I pay my offering. Go on your computer at the church. Call your secretary or whoever. Well, let, let and, me let me let me ask you this, Sister Mayfield. Do you pay your tithes according to what you make? Yes, I do. Check the books. Well, well, well. Now, what it is, we can't check the books if we don't know exactly what you make. Is what I'm saying. What I make. It's my business between me and Jesus. I give him his 10%, and that's all Mars Hill need to know. I understand exactly where you come from, but now the main issue on the table is about these boys. And, and, and being, uh, you know, disrupted the way they are, they don't want that to be, to, to, to bleed over into the youth choir. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, first of all, I would appreciate if you would have Pastor to tell me this himself. And then second of all, if somebody kids is having trouble in the world or whatever, y'all supposed to pray for them, not put them at the church or they mama. Well, I'm, I'm, well, I'm, we gonna, we gonna pray for, them, and we gonna pray for you too. But we don't want this to shed over to the youth that we got that's doing good with this. Well, thing. I'm gonna keep coming. Y'all can't stop me from coming to the church. I'm gonna keep coming. So I don't know who you talking to, and you tell Pastor to call me himself and tell me I can't come to Hill. And you have nobody calling me telling me that I can't come to Hill. That is a free church. I'm going to get the pastor called up. Well, they... you get the pastor to call me because you have no business calling me telling me that I can't come to God's house. Well, Sister Mayfield, I don't want you to get in no hook roll with me. No, I'm, I'm not getting. I'm not getting angry with nobody. Did I work? I don't work eighteen, sixteen hours today. I don't have half nobody calling me telling me that I can't come to a church that I pay my tithes and offering at. Not that I own the church. I pay my tithes because that's that's due to God. But y'all really making me upset by telling me I can't come there because of my kids and they troubles. Well, just well, so where where was you this past Sunday? You what now? I want that church because I had overstep, and why is that any of your business? Now there you go being in uproar with me again. I don't know who this is. How could you call somebody about church business over the phone? This don't make sense. Sister Mayfield. Hello. Yeah. One more thing. This nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked. I got you. I got you. I got you. Oh, oh my God. Wait a minute. How you going to? I'm sorry. Y'all going to.
You know, about <laughs> you know what I like about you, though. What? What? Ain't nobody gonna keep you out the Lord's house. <laughs> you gonna show up and show out every Sunday. Every Sunday, I'm coming to church <laughs> in the name of Jesus. I know that's right, baby. Well, thank you. <laughs> hey, hey, baby, let me ask you something. Uh-huh. What's the baddest radio show in the land? Now, do you even have to ask me that? The Steve Harvey morning <laughs> show, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, nephew. Coming up next, ask CLO. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, you know, people think Jerry Springer had two black children out of wedlock. Um, We'll tell you if it's true or not. Plus, former President Barack Obama admits that he could have done more to appreciate his wife, Michelle. And the disco music group, The Village People, is suing Donald Trump. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. (laughs) Yes, a lot going on. Uh Right now, it is time to ask our chief love officer, Steve Harvey, ask the CLO. All right, this one's from Kendra in Montgomery. Kendra writes, I've been married for a year, and when I met my husband, he took his mom to church and lunch just about every Sunday. I'd like for them to visit my church sometimes, or at least invite me to join them. Am I being selfish, or should I ask? Did she say she's married? Yeah, she's been married for a year. Well, yeah, of course you should ask. I, I don't see why you should be excluded. He goes... He, let let me ask you again what he's doing. He takes his mama to lunch? Yeah, he takes his mom to church and then to lunch just about every Sunday. She wants him to visit her church sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can ask to do that. And, and, you know, vice versa. You go to their church sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because right now, y'all church warring is what y'all do. Yeah, this sounds like a Y'all church banging. And you don't need to do that. God is every they church banging. My church, your church. God is everywhere. You go to their church and have them come to your church sometimes. You ain't just got to sit in one day. I prefer this one. I know you do, but you know one you're over there. One I know it's probably he is in his mama church. That's <laughs> one of them ain't good, I'm telling you. Yeah, they over there, you know, singing out the hymn book and mm. oh it's dry, they ain't got no drummer, you know. <laughs> Somebody can't preach. Yeah. You know, I can't go to church and y'all ain't got well, no drummer now. Somebody gotta hold this beat right here. Yeah, I, I, I don't no, we're not going to do that. So she's and not I need, I, I, yeah, I need these songs in English, too. Mm-hmm. You're going to do them in Latin, you're going to lose them. I'm telling you. Right now. <laughs> so okay. She's right. not Moving being on. selfish, right? No, That's, no, okay. no. She's wanting her. Uh, it's been a year. Yeah, it's been a year. Yeah, but you knew you married a little mama's boy when you married a little. This little tale, that's all that is. All right. He's just uh, mama's boy. Moving on to Maceo in Toledo. Maceo! Maceo! Yeah, my husband came home and cleaned out his car. He threw away two grocery store bags, so I went to the garbage can and found a receipt for strawberries, cheese, crackers, olives, and other stuff. He said it was for a party at work, but it sounds like he made a charcuterie board for somebody. Should I believe him? Your husband don't know how to make no damn charcuterie board. board. He bought it for the people at work. Where you going with this? See you digging in the trash to find something. Now you find something. 
Now you done created a storyline for mm. Mm. Girl, go sit down somewhere. You can <laughs> wear yourself to death. He cleaned out his car. You found a receipt for strawberry, cheese, yeah. raisins, honeycomb. He don't even know how to set that up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I love a good charcuterie. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Man, oh, oh, man, ain't made that. He took it to work. Go on, yeah. what, Junior? Can you say that for me one more time? It's called. Yeah, I don't know what time. it is. The cheese board. A charcuterie. 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 Oh, okay. Uh-huh. You know I didn't know what? how Ever to say it. Ever since Tommy started eating caviar, you know, the ain't no every damn thing. It's his birthday. Oh, he can be Hollywood. Oh, oh, I love a good charcuterie board, man. Yeah. I do. It's on my rider. On your rider? On your rider? On my rider. In your dressing room. Oh, yes, wow. there's damn money ordering charcuterie you know oh. boards and stuff. He oh, had shrimp man. and everything in his dressing room. Oh, Tell him, Junior. Tell him, Junior. Yes, need to go somewhere and sit down. You, boy, you raise on spam with me. Now, you don't have to make a I had chicken wings, and that was it. He had a, he had a cheese board. They, a it was chef. Like, oh, man. He had a chef in his office. I said, what? This is different. This is different. <laughs> All right, moving on to uh, boy, the boy, that, boy, I'm going to tell you, boy, that's all HR for you. I ain't telling you. That's all for you. Right. HR half rich. Oh, oh, oh okay. All right, birthday All right. boy. <laughs> Deborah in Edison says, My boyfriend and I turned 60 a week apart, and we had a dinner party. His sister is best friends with his ex-wife, so she brought her. I was very upset. My boyfriend said that his family and he and I are, 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 are just dating. What exactly does that mean? Um, does this mean that his ex will always get more respect than me? Mm. Well, so far, mm. she came to y'all birthday party. Yeah. 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 yeah so obviously, he considers ex wife more in than new girlfriend. So, mm. my suggestion to you is you need to get a title. Quickly. Now, if he don't want to give you your title, what is y'all old ass seeing each other for? Both y'all yeah. 60. What is well, How are you a girlfriend at 60? Oh, wow. I mean, but if they're not married, what do you call it? Yeah. Well, but, 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 well, 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 okay. I understand that beautiful question, Carl. But Mm -hmm. let me ask y'all, what, 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 if, what what do I call it? My question is, what is y'all doing? Mm-hmm. Well, they could have just gotten out of relationships. They could have been married before. No, they ain't. No, they ain't. He's been out of the relationship. That's his ex-wife. That's okay. been over. Mm-hmm. Okay. You 60, he's 60. What yeah. y'all doing? They're y'all dating. know what you want by now. No, surely. And the, and no, the clock you know ticking. what you want by now. Yeah, the clock done talked. It ain't ticking. <laughs> it done <laughs> Now, you 60. You know yeah. what you want. Mm-hmm. You know what you don't want. You know what you like. You know what you don't like. You know what's good. You know what's bad. Uh-huh. What y'all doing? This is bad. Because we ain't finna do this girlfriend, boyfriend thing. Yeah, this is bad. Because this got to get to where it's going rather quickly. Mm-hmm. Now, yep. if it ain't going nowhere, tell me that. Mm-hmm. I'm 60. 60, man. That's that's good and grown. You know that you know that you know. Eastern Stars and Masons, man. The road you own, the highway behind you is a lot more than you got up in front of you. Uh Your highway left. You ain't finna do another six. Like Dion Dion Cole said, you just got a few more summers, about 10, 20 more summers. (laughs) Damn, (laughs) count it like that. That's depressing Uh to think of it that way, Dion. That's what he said, yes. (laughs) 
All right, last one, Steve, last one. Uh, Tam in Little Rock says, My husband called while I was giving an old friend a ride home. He heard my friend giving me directions, and he flipped out on me when I got home. If I was cheating, I would not have answered the phone. Why can't he understand that? It was a man in your why, car? Why, why can't this man in the car? Why you to ride home? Mm-hmm. They got an Uber now. Lyft. Yeah. He got he got a whole lot of ways. Why you got this man in this car that I'm helping make payments on, taking his ass somewhere? In my car? And why he need a ride any damn way? Where's his car? Where's his car? That's no, not what she no. should have asked him before he got in. No, dog. Hey, 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 hey. That's what me and Tommy want to know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, give him walk. a ride. This is why he can't understand it, Tam. All right. Thank you, CLO. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Listen up, Steve Harvey Nation. We partnered with Gain for a chance for you to win $1,000. Take your laundry experience to the next level this summer. Gain is the only laundry brand that can give you the same scent from start to finish. Take a big whiff of Gain flings, fabric softeners, scent beads, and dryer sheets today. To enter and get rules, visit steveharveyfm.com, and you might get a fresh start to summer with $1,000. Dollars. That sounds yeah. good to me. Thank you, Gain. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it, Gain. Uh-huh. Now <laughs> it's time for Jackie use. Uh huh. Uh huh. We love Gain. All right, listen. This is entertainment news. There's this video of Jerry Springer, obviously uh, before his death last month. It is circulating on social media. It's where Jerry is in a room, um, in, in a Zoom meeting of the reading of his last will and testament. In the video clip, there are four adult children and two are black. 
Jerry is explaining to his kids about his affair, and he had two kids out of wedlock, and he is leaving them most of his assets. People on social media are saying this video is real, but according to Hollywood Unlocked, it is not. The Zoom call video is from virtual. Um, they're saying it's from a virtual play that Jerry started back in 2020. It's called Bloody Money. <laughs> we, we don't, we don't know this, but why he didn't take the own test? Did he? Did he get his results in? We need to know. <laughs> you think about Maury? Yeah, you think about Maury. You, you think about you Maury are not the father. You got you the wrong father. Yeah, yeah. But, but no, no, no. But the Steve, Talk did show. he have a test? Mm-hmm. He black kids. Yeah. Oh, for black kids. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. uh huh. Jerry, Jerry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would yeah. just like to say that I really don't care. Okay. 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 All right. Kids, I think I, you'll I, care I'm about trying. this one. Okay. Well, he had one daughter. It's uh, in real life. Oh, okay. uh-huh. yeah. yeah, I got, I got to take care of the seven. I got. Uh, oh, that's what it is. In other entertainment news, Steve, former President Barack Obama touched on a slew of big issues facing the country in an exclusive interview with CBS Morning's co-host uh, Nate Burleson. But it also got personal. Mr. Obama said that when it comes to his relationship with his wife, Michelle, it sure helps to be out of the White House. Take a listen. Hey, this. Uh, it sure helps to be out of the White House. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, to, to have a little more time with her. Right. You know, what also helps, though, about children. And yeah. I don't know about your spouse, Michelle, when, when our girls were growing up, that was priority number one, two, three, and four. Of course. And so I, I, I did not fully appreciate, I think, hmm. as, as engaged of a father as I was. The degree of stress and tension for her, knowing that not just me and Michelle were under scrutiny and in this strange environment, but that we were raising our, our daughters of course. In, in, in a kind of uh, situation that... It, it, just wasn't normal. That's true. Wow. Yeah. Um, That's true. I mean, they was on. They was under the global spotlight. Yes. 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 That's Absolutely. different. The world is watching them. The world mm-hmm. watched those girls mm-hmm. uh, grow up, the, yeah. and they did an excellent job of protecting them and try mm-hmm. to create as normal thing. I've seen them up there before. I've been to the White House with them. I watched uh, Michelle Obama's mama check them. Go sit down over there. You ain't. You ain't got no business over here. I heard her say that to wow. Sasha and Malia. I went, wow. okay, this is a real grandmama right here. <laughs> right. This from here. <laughs> Sasha from just Chicago. graduated college, okay. by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, just, I just thought they did a really good job. I think that uh, Michelle's mother was very instrumental in helping out around there that from what I saw, mm-hmm. just from what I saw. And it was just great. I, I thought that they had a, they did a great job. Of but I know they happy to be out of there. Though. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. You got to be happy about that. Because yeah. I'm nowhere near under the glare that they're under. Yeah. And the glare is exhausting. Right. Not it's only was he exhausting. the president, he was the first black president. So that's oh, Everybody can't pressure. say it, though. I grew, I'm yeah. growing up black in the White House. Growing up black in the White House. That's pretty different there, buddy. Yeah. They spent eight mm-hmm. years in the White House. Mm-hmm. This little girl. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. you run up into the wrong police officer, you don't even get to say I'm growing up black no more. No. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I know you're going to curveball me there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's hard growing up in the White House. It's kind of hard out here, too. So. Yeah.
Yes. Uh, finally, in entertainment news, uh, the 70s group, The Village People, remember them? Well, uh, The Village People have sent a cease and desist letter to Donald Trump after he hired a group of impersonators to perform their hit song, Macho Man. You remember the brother, uh, Victor Willis, who is now 71 years old? He was a lead singer on that song. Well, Victor's wife, an attorney named uh, Karen Wilson, Karen Willis, has demanded that Trump stop using the song Macho Man because they don't support his presidential campaign. And they're saying that fans will think that, you know, they could lose money. They could lose fans over this, you know, because they don't support Donald Trump, but he keeps playing their song. <laughs> you, know and that dance, you know that dance he has yeah. with his arms up in the air. Yeah. Macho, macho, yeah. man. <laughs> Don't nobody want Donald Trump village. playing their music. Man. Nobody. The nobody. people. The village people. Bruce Springsteen. Uh, bon Jovi. Everybody pulling their song. <laughs> and he needs to stop talking about Joe Biden because he's looking He's looking bad. Trump. He's looking pretty old now. Yeah, Come on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's starting to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Court cases catching up. To yeah. Him. Exactly. Uh, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He needs some murder right. or some on his hair. Slick that down. He needs some on there. <laughs> Coming up in 20 minutes. <laughs> 20 minutes after the hour. We're celebrating nephew, nephew Tommy's birthday all morning long, and the fun continues right after this. Happy birthday, Neff. I'm at work. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. Today is nephew Tommy's birthday. We're celebrating all morning long. Thank you. Tommy, what sign is this? Taurus, the bull. bull. Can't oh. you tell? Mm -hmm. Hey, 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 hey. We're celebrating. Hot headed bull. Go ahead, Shirley. All right, so Steve and Junior, Uncle Steve, um, to Tommy, of course, and Junior. Um, we want you guys to just, you know, say something nice about Tommy, some nice things about Tommy. And we want you oh, to Lord, say Shirley. it without oh, Lord. without any ugly no ugly jokes. Don't talk about oh. it. Him being short, what? none of that. Just right say something nice. Complimentary. It's his birthday. I ain't having no short ass birthday night. No, I'm not gonna oh, have that. He night. said it though. You want I'm it? Not having nice. No, no Shirley shot the first. That Shirley didn't even have to say that. Go ahead, Junior. Well, uh, they want us to say that on the spot. Yeah, yeah right, right now. Yes, no, you're comedian. I'm, I'm going to say this, Tommy, man. First of all, happy birthday to you, brother, man. Let me Thank tell you, you man. I, I think I've been friends with you, man, for over 25 years, man. And um, i never forget the time, man, my first show with you, man, and they didn't want to pay me my money. And, brother, i never forget that day. This is when I knew you was a real one. Tommy said, don't open this door till I come back. And, Tommy, you came back with all my money. And ever since then, dog. I've been appreciating you. He I'm talking junior. about, oh, he came back with all $125. I, damn. I knew then. I knew then, though. Because, though, that was my boy then. Because, though, I didn't know these people. He said, they, gonna, they ain't give you your money. And I'm telling you, he walked out that door. He said, don't open it till I come back. Now, I looked at that people saw him. He said, here you go, your money. Appreciate you, man. And I appreciate you, man, ever since that day, man. Just, 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 it's Aww. just glad to be working Aww. with you today, man. And he brought you to down that hall. He yeah. went out oh. your money. Oh, he went got it for me. It's because of Tommy that we even know you, Junior. Yeah. Like, I, I, right I had only been doing comedy six months. And Tommy went wow. and did that for me. Wow. I appreciate that's it, man. That's a true friend. Loyalty. Loyalty. Okay. That's a good story. Thank you, Junior. Yeah. Eat up some more time. Right, eat up some on, more Uncle time, Steve. Junior. Well, we don't, 
He don't need the 30 seconds. Mine ain't going to be as long as Tommy, so let's just get the three things out that I can say here. Uh, He's loyal. Yeah. Extremely loyal. He's an extremely hard worker. Yeah. He's an incredibly great father. Yeah. Yeah. He appears to be tall. (laughs) I got too much time. In talent. (laughs) I have asked you. He said no short joke. No, just not. That's not a joke. He looks to be tall in talent. He's very short in patience. (laughs) He's a hothead. That's true. He's a hothead. Oh. One of the highest degrees and levels of stupidity I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> happy, birthday, a, happy birthday, nephew. Thank you. Happy birthday, man. Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, we'll check Steve's voicemail right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now to check Steve's voicemail. If you would like to leave a message for Steve, call him 877-29-STEVE. 877-29-STEVE. You might just hear your call on the air. This one, Steve, is from Wilma. Steve Harvey, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite people. I love your show. I watch it every morning. But my name is Wilma Ferguson, and I am calling about Jay Malat, the Memphis Grizzlies basketball player. I am asking you and the men that you know to take this young man in y'all's grasp, surround him, give him some spiritual guidance, give him the guidance of the knowledge and experience that uh, you and all of your colleagues have uh, with the positioning that he's in. He is screaming for help, and I am screaming and praying that you guys will go and get this young man and talk to him and give him the wisdom and encouragement that he needs to protect himself and his family, include his father. We will be praying for him. Thank you. I love the station. Have a good evening. God bless you. Mm. Well, I mean, what you're saying is great. Um, it's well, Ma. Yeah. It's it's hard to get to people, even based even on who you are, because people have to accept it. And I don't know who he's surrounded by, but it's been very challenging for a number of people I know to reach out to him, because you got to get through to get to him. You know, we we ain't got a cell number now. You know, and you know, so how do you get through? You got to understand this too. And I think prayer is the way to make this happen. But a lot of people like this are surrounded. People who who have protected interests in this young man is around him. He got an agent. He got a lawyer. He got a finance guy. They are all in cahoots with this. And if they ain't got enough sense to protect their asset, it this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. But see, when you surround yourself with people who genuinely do not care about you, but only care about the money you make, it's hard to get through to him. I tried talking with this kid. You know, y'all know the little African dude that be on TikTok. He don't talk, but he imitates stuff. Yeah, he's real popular. Yeah. I met him in Abu Dhabi. I pulled this young man off to the side. This white woman followed us right over into the corner. I said, excuse me, I'm, I'm having a private conversation with him. I listen to all his conversations. 
He doesn't speak English well. He speak English good enough. He black, I'm black. So I pulled him to the side again. She walked her ass right back over there and said, I don't allow him to speak with people alone. I said, lady, he going to talk to me by myself. You at my gate. Yeah. You going to get your ass away from me. Now, you can stand next to him all you want to, but you going to get your ass away from me. And that it, that's what happens. And guess what? That organization stole over $20 million from this young man. He was the hottest thing on TikTok. Now, he got a new group around him, but that's what I was trying to pull his coat to. But I saw the way they tried to shield him. Ja has people around him who have a protected interest. And, and they not doing the right thing by this young man, including his father. And when you've been a coddled athlete your whole life, it's people who have a vested interest in your success. Because his success has now become their success. And that's the dangerous part right here. And anytime they allow him to make the same mistake 60 days after he had to pay for that same mistake, something's yeah. wrong here. If you got a circle of friends who ain't smart enough to go, look, y'all don't make wise decisions. Y'all got to know your ass can't have another live video with him nowhere in it. Now, who ain't figured that out yet? Mm-hmm. To, for us to get over there by him, we got to cut through a whole lot of stuff. I wish I could sit with that young man and his father. And it ain't that I know everything, but I know a whole lot of what not to do. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm. And it's a damn shame that he got to learn it the hard way. But this finna cost him hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. All right, Wilma, thank you for your call. And uh, coming up next, the birthday, b- birthday boy with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, get this subject, guys. He had on brand new boxers. Dead, uh-huh. boy. Uh-huh. What is you doing with some yeah. new draws? Where did you get those from? Uh-huh. uh-huh. We'll find out. We'll find out what's going on with that in just a few, because right now it is time for the birthday boy and today's prank phone call. What you got for his birthday boy? One more time for the birthday boy. This right here mm-hmm. is my auntie's bike. My auntie's bike. Pull over. Throw it in park. Be late for work. This right here gonna make you run into it's something. Good. My, it's good. my auntie's bike. Let's go, cat dog. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach Vaughn. This Vaughn. Hey man, this 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 K Dub man. Listen, do 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 you know somebody that live on? Yeah, my mama, my mama stay on. Hey, who is this? Hey, this this K Dub man. My auntie Miss Tinsley, she live on. Now my auntie say you uh came over here and stole a bicycle and some other stuff out of her garage. Hey, hold up. Well, first of all, who is you, man? I, I stole a bike out of somebody's garage. Who is this? Who is K? I don't know no K Dub. This is this is K Dub man. My, my auntie uh Miss Tinsley live down the street from your mama. And my auntie just got you telling me you the one came over here and took a bike and, and a toolbox or something out of that garage. Man, first of all, I don't even know no damn Miss Tinsley. And second of all, I don't steal. Your, your auntie Miss Tinsley say I stole something out of her garage. Oh, put, put her on the phone, man. Put your auntie on the phone. I ain't stole nothing from nowhere. I ain't got to steal. Can't, she can't talk. My auntie can't talk to you. Why she can't talk? She say I stole something. No, my, my auntie deaf. She sign language me and told me that you the one stole, stole the bike. 
Yo, Auntie Deaf, and she told you, she sign language you and said, I stole the bike. Hold on, wait just a minute. Well, how do you get my number? Hold on, wait a minute, man. She sign right? language with me now. Hold on. Okay, she say quit all that damn lying. You know damn well you the one that stole the bike. Hey, hey man, hold the up. So your auntie is cussing me out through you in sign language. That's you telling me that I done stole the damn bike. Say, man, for, for, hey, first of all, how the hell you even get my number, man? I got, you, I got I your number from you some people that live down the street that say that I asked them for Miss, uh, ain't your mama Miss yeah, Miss my mama. Okay, okay. Well, look, man, the people down the street evidently knew your number. I told them I needed to talk to you. Soon as my auntie told me that, that you was the one that stole the bike out the garage. Now, look, I ain't trying to have no problem. I just need hey, you to bring hey, the bike Can you, can, 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 hey, man, all that. Can you sign language back to your auntie? Yeah, I can sign language back to her. Tell her that I said I ain't stole no bike. How about that? Tell your auntie I ain't stole no damn bike. Right now, man, hold on. Man. I'm trying to tell her right now. Wait a minute. Okay, hold on. She's saying something. She said your black <laughs> is lying. And you know damn well you got that bike. Man, look here, man. You your damn ain't it. That street song with nobody on this street except for my mama. I'm a grown man. What the I got to steal a bike for? Yo, damn. She, she must be dumb, too. She deaf and dumb. She think I stole something. I don't, I don't even know y'all. Who the you? My auntie ain't deaf and dumb, dude, okay? My, my auntie don't never lie. And if Miss Tinsley say that, that, that somebody took something, that dog, she telling the truth. My auntie don't be lying. And just to be lying, why she just going to lie on you? Why she going to pick you out? Man, you know what? I, I don't know what the f going on, but I ain't got no reason to steal no bike. Now, I'm a, I got a car that ain't paid for it. I got, I'm a grown man. I'm trying to get custody of my son. So I'm going to come in somebody's garage and steal a bike. Is you crazy? You crazy as she is, man. Get out of my line with that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. My ain't talk. I'm going what she's saying. Wait a man. minute, ma'am. I'm trying to see what she's saying. Oh. She say that black know damn well he took that bike. And he better bring that damn bike oh, back. Okay. That's that. Look at man. I don't know why the you still on my line, man. I ain't took no bike. The dumb ain't his line. Do you do you see even hey, man, put, hey, right? hey dog, let me tell you something. You gonna respect my ain't You hear me? Hey man, you gonna respect me. You call my phone with that I'm here trying to get my together. You call me some. Hey, who are you? Who the are you? I don't know who this is. I don't know who I'm no K Dub, man. I'm K Dub. Everybody know K Dub. I ain't never heard of no K Dub on in my life. My mama been staying on for 15 years. I ain't never heard no K Dub. I ain't heard no Miss Tinsley. I ain't heard about no deaf lady. I ain't seen no bike. Get the off my line, man. Hey, man, see, see, you gonna make me go down and steal something out of Miss house if you don't bring that damn bike back. Oh, you got me f***ed up. Bring somebody to my mama's house if you want to. I'm on my way over there. Bring somebody to my mama's house. My family is gonna be over for you. The deaf dumb ain't you got. Whoever the down there gave you my number. Everybody, you got me f***ed up. We'll blow this up. I'll that street up. You go by my mama's house. You better not step in my mama's ass. You come by my mama, play it, I'm going you up. You got me up. You gonna turn me to the dark side, I'm on my way right now. I don't know how we still on the phone. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What you say, I ain't, my ain't, say, ain't nobody scared of your Ow, crazy. Say, tell your deaf ain't to bring her outside 
and I'll bet you she hear them licks I'ma be putting on your Yo, I'll beat your She gonna be undeaf today. I bet she get cured when she see me whooping your Hey, man, hey, hey, look, I ain't coming by myself, homie. Tommy gonna be there with me. Tommy gonna help me whoop your ass. Who the f*** is Tommy? Tommy who? Tommy, man, nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> you just got pranked by your mama, Miss Vera. Ah, uh, that's it. Right there, man. Ah, uh, my, uh, my mama, no, I don't like nobody with him, man. God. Uh, your mama you played, your mama played. My son love me to death. He don't let nothing, he take care of me. He don't let nothing go wrong with me. Already. He don't let nobody mess with me. He said, all you got to do is act like you going to do something to his mama. Oh, man. Well, I hope she heard that. I hope she hit me cousin like I did, man. God, dog. I'm in the mirror, sweat. I'm mad for real. Y'all. I did this one, man. I swear to God, I wasn't myself. On judgment, man. Tell my mama she wrong for that, too, dude. <laughs> What's up, nephew? What up, baby? You, you, you off the chain, boy. You off the chain. You no, just like me, man, boy. You no. love your mama. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> hey, I got to ask you, man, one more thing. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, without a doubt, man. It's the Steve Harvey <laughs> Morning Show, man. We'll be there for you, Tommy, man. Without a doubt. <laughs> Hey, man, tell Miss Vera I said, hey, all right? I, I go, I go, we're going to go drop off that little $200. But she want to she wanna play games, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be on her now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, now. Give it to me. <laughs> Love time for the birthday boy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess this right. is your birthday. I'll join in on the praise and worship song. <laughs> Oh, what a great job, Tommy, man. Wow, you the greatest, the best I've ever seen. Don't hurt yourself, Ooh, Steve. I don't know nobody like it. I'm at high level. This is like the greatest. Oh, Ooh. you're so convincing uh, right now. Man, I just love watching you work. It's it's like a... Okay, I'm going to give you something. I'm going to give you something. Let's see if you give it back to me. I'm going to give you a great idea, okay? That, 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 uh, uh... What's the TV show? Um, ridiculousness, right? You remember mm -hmm. that? Y'all seen that show? The guy yeah. he just shows all these, all these crazy yeah. videos, everything. What if, uh, what if uh -oh. I have a show and I just show pranks that people play on people and they in their videos and I just show the, I just show the pranks. It's just a prank show and I just the king of pranks is just showing pranks right there. Executive producer Steve Harvey, nephew Tommy, and we just. Tommy just showing pranks. Oh, every, once once a week on my TV show, I just show pranks. I make money, you make money, we make money. What you think? What you think? Thanks, it's a great birthday idea. Gift. Birthday gift. That's all I want. Oh, that's a great idea. Okay, oh, wow. yeah. so call your call your white folks in Hollywood and tell them that. Uh, <laughs> so we can go and get this. We get this thing started. Don't Kevin Hart and Nick Cannon got a prank show. They do. They ain't no pranksters. I mean, I'm mad on your birthday. I'm sorry. I ain't trying to slight them. I ain't trying to slight no other brothers. I don't slight other brothers. I'm sorry. We got to get into this strawberry letter. The subject is he had on brand new boxers, and we will get into it right after this. Deal or no deal? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. 
So follow the seven right now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER All right, it is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know, it could be yours. It could be. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, Strawberry Letter. Thank you, birthday boy. Subject... He had on brand new boxers. Dear Stephen Shirley, my husband and I have been married for 12 years and we have two children. He's a division head down at the plant and I work as a customer service operator, a supervisor. Over the years, he's worked his way up from dump truck driver to manager. And that means he travels within the region occasionally for meetings. And he's been doing this for almost a year. And I had hoped that he did okay with being away from me at night because he loves sex and wants it every night. I oblige him most of the time because I don't want him to go find sex in the streets. While he's traveling, we talk as much as we can, but the last trip he went on, he said he had a lot to drink and he was going to bed early. I know he can't hold his liquor, so I believed him. He was supposed to be coming home on the next day. He called and said he was still feeling ill and did not feel like driving three hours back home. I told him to get some rest. I was so happy when he called me that afternoon to tell me he was coming home because it bothered me that he was so far away and not feeling good. I was at work when he got home and he had dinner ready by the time I got home. I went to change my clothes and I saw his travel bag. So I started unpacking it for him. There was a new three-pack of boxer briefs in his bag and a pair was missing. I walked up I walked up on him and peeked in his jogging pants and asked why he had on new underwear. He said he saw them and he liked them, so he bought them. I buy his underwear and he had some newer ones at home already. So why would he go buy underwear? makes me think he wasn't sick at all. He turned this on me and said, I am insinuating that he cheated. Well, didn't he? Mm. I hate to say this. I really do. But you're probably right. I mean, because where there's oh, smoke. Oh, hell no. Where there's smoke, there's almost yeah, always fire. <laughs> almost oh. always fire where there's smoke. No matter how much they try to cover it up or flip it or turn it around on you. 
when he's what is he getting mad for if he's done nothing wrong? I mean, what usually gives men away is the change of their normal routine, you know, and in his case, brand new underwear. Everyone knows new underwear is a dead giveaway. And if he was so sick, when did he have time to go underwear shopping? Okay, and let's look at the facts here. He likes sex every night, but he's been away from home for three nights. So no sex for three nights from a man who loves it so much he can't go without it, who has to have it, according to you. Uh, he said he had a lot to drink and got sick because he was drinking so much. Well, why was he drinking so much? Was he away working or was he partying? I mean, you know your husband and your instincts are telling you that just something isn't right about his story. I say trust what you feel in your gut. And you know what? You don't have to catch a person in the act. You don't have to do that to know in your soul, in your spirit, in your gut that they've been cheating. Steve? Shirley, Shirley, <laughs> Shirley, Shirley. Go on. Come on. Lord, 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 Lord. Bring it. I ain't ever seen no mess like the platter of it you just served up on this radio show. I am almost ashamed to be a part of this strawberry letter. Bring it. I want to apologize to our listening audience for subjecting y'all to my co-host's response to this letter. Ladies, wrong Wrong, 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 wrong. <laughs> I mean, did not say nothing correct. Mm-hmm. Her entire response is just like this entire letter mm-hmm. built not on intuition, but on speculation. Mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. Y'all been married 12 years, two children. He's a division head down at the plant. You in customer service. He done worked his way up from a dump truck driver to manager. Now he traveled the region for me. He been doing this for a year, and you had hoped he'd okay with being away from you at night because he loves sex and wants it every night. Mm-hmm. And Shirley says, these are the signs. Here's a correction, Miss Strawberry. <laughs> What is he it, Mr. Loves Harvey? Sex and wants it every night from his wife. She didn't say that in the letter. No, but that's all it says in the letter. It didn't say he loves sex from everybody and anybody. All he said, well, hold on, let me prove it. Let me prove it. Okay. I oblige him most of the time because I don't want him to go find it in the street. Mm-hmm. So now, once again, he has sex almost every night with his wife because he like having sex with his wife. Ain't nowhere in this letter he said, and when he ain't home, he getting to somewhere else. So that right there <laughs> proves what I had to say. While really? he's traveling, we talk as much as we can. But the last trip he went on, he said he had a lot to drink and he was going to bed. Uh, that can't happen? Well, well, let me prove it to you. I know he can't hold his liquor. Bam! Hold that thought, Mr. Harvey. We'll so have sorry part two. <laughs> We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject 
He had on brand new boxers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll get to that part right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject he had on brand new boxers. He had on brand new boxers. So damn what? Surely destroy an entire marriage with no cheating evidence at all. Not one drop of evidence. All this letter was about speculation. Shirley said, where there's smoke, there is always a fire. That ain't true. Let me give you an example. I'm smoking a cigar this morning. You will see smoke, but you will not see fire. Make your case. What? <laughs> Make your case. Her lies. Let me I'm trying to stay with Make, you now. I'm trying to brilliant. stay with you. That's brilliant. He's smoking a cigar, but ain't no fire though. Shut up. Hallelujah. <laughs> that's brilliant. Newlywed. <laughs> that's brilliant. But now you, Shirley, are talking about, and the other reason is, mm-hmm. is because he loves to have sex every day. Yeah. His wife says she has to have, likes to have sex every day. But I say he likes to have sex every day with his wife. Mm-hmm. Then she said, she didn't say it was nowhere else. She said, because I oblige him most of the time because I don't want him to go find it in the streets. Mm-hmm. He didn't say he wanted it in the streets. He said he wanted it from you. While he's traveling, we talk as much as we can. But the last trip he went on, he said he had a lot to drink and he was going to bed early. Shirley had a problem with that. She said, why would is he drinking or is he partying? Well, but then guess what she said? I know he can't hold his liquor. So why would the man not want to go to bed? And then guess what, Shirley? She said, I believed him. Ta-da, but you don't. Oh, you're you trying to wreck these people home, and I'm not going to let you. He was supposed to be coming home on the next day. He right. called me and said he was still feeling ill and didn't mm-hmm. feel like driving for three hours back home. Mm-hmm. I told him, get some rest. Oh. Then she said, I was so happy when he called me that afternoon to tell me he was going to come on home because it bothered me that he was so far away and not feeling good. Oh. Now a man works through his sickness, gets in his car, not feeling the best, and driving just to make his wife feel better. I be Now, I was at work when he got home, and he had dinner ready by the time I got home. What? When you came home, he had dinner ready. I be dead. The actions of a guilty person right there. No, the actions of a person who cooked dinner for his wife. Because mm, he's guilty because he's been cheating because no, he was away for the night. Ain't nothing in this letter say this man cheated. What are you doing, Shirley? <laughs> are you listening to yourself? Why are you destroying these people home like this? I went to change... <laughs> I went to change my clothes and I saw his travel bag, so I started unpacking it for him. There was a new pack of boxer briefs in his bag, and a pair was missing. I walked up on him and peeked in his jogging pants and asked why he had on new underwear. He said he saw them and he liked them, so he bought them. You said if he was so sick, why did he have time to buy the underwear? Yeah, He He bought the underwear when he landed in town before he got drunk. Oh, oh. Damn, girl. (laughs) Why? He didn't take underwear in the suitcase with him? 
wife's No, he saw some underwear. He said he liked them and he bought them. His wife then when he got drunk, Shirley, uh-huh. when he got drunk, he took a shower and put the new underwear on because he liked them. He could have easily just put, if the underwear was packed, he could have easily just put the underwear that was on that he had because he didn't pack more than one. Well, you know he packed more than one pair. So why did Because he wanted to wear the new one. He wanted to Damn. wear the new underwear. <laughs> why does that say, Shirley, why wouldn't he put on the... Listen, if you cheat, why go mm-hmm. buy a pack of new underwear when you can just leave that underwear in the trash and put the other pair on that you have? So it sounds to me like he really did buy some new car. I buy his underwear, and he has some newer ones at home already. So why would he go buy underwear? Right. I can't buy Because he saw a pair he liked. He can't buy nothing. Mm -hmm. nothing. Nope. He knows I buy his underwear. He knows. It makes me think he wasn't sick at all. Uh No, you just said you believed him. Mm-hmm. A draws dog. He turned this on me and said, "I'm insinuating that he cheated." Well, didn't he? No, he didn't cheat. Why would you think he was cheating? You said you believed him. You saw a pack of new underwear and he had it on. Why did he put? It says you packed underwear, which could have not been packed. Because if it was some more underwear, all he had to do was put the new ones on. Maybe well, the if, underwear wasn't in there and he bought some new ones. Well, what are some of the, the reasons that a man would buy new underwear? Because what, what are, your wife mm-hmm. who packed, or he didn't pack underwear. Well, would you buy new underwear if you did cheat? Say he did cheat. Mm-hmm. Would you buy new I underwear? I sure ain't going to jam myself in these jeans without <laughs> Commando in the jeans. Nah, we ain't doing that part. You can't do that part. Ouch, nah. it Hurts. What? Shirley, I cannot believe your response. I cannot I believe you apologize to me and out here everywhere. Because nothing me. in this letter. The ladies say, are with me. Nothing in this letter said he cheated. Nothing. The ladies are with me. Nothing they in this letter say he has sex. Nothing. They know what's up. All right, post your comments on wow. today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram wow. and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand, please. Wow. Coming up in 46 it's minutes after the hour. Sports Talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Okay, Shirley, the Eastern Conference Finals is what I got. And let's go ahead and just say Jimmy Butler is not playing. The Miami Heat take down the Boston Celtics in game one, 123 to 116. Jimmy put in 35. Do we do we change how we look at these Miami Eat? Do we do do we do we change how we look at it? Junior, I'm gonna tell you something, man. That damn Jimmy Butler, man, he just a different kind of dude. He don't yeah. care who he plays. His <laughs> he ass really is does. Jimmy Butler. He really does that. Dog, he hood. No, no. Let me ask you something. This dog, is so crazy. Dog, do they hood, know they the AC? Do they know they the AC? No, anybody anybody told Jimmy. Jimmy said we in the playoffs. <laughs> We got a shot at the title. We're going to get it. Hey, man, and I'm telling you right now, man, I don't know because here's the problem that mm. Boston has. Boston go up and down. They play great one game, uh-huh. then the young game, they left. Yeah, inconsistent, uh-huh. yeah. Miami is the same damn team every game. <laughs> yeah. Every game. Every game. They are the everybody, same team. Everybody play hard and everybody play hood. They boy hero hurt. They don't give a damn. 
Yeah, man. And you know what? Tyler Hero is one of the players that they depended on for scoring, but he's not there. Jimmy just stepping up every game. Every uh, game. Hey, he's man, you doing. know what I like about Jimmy? He don't just shoot three. Jimmy in it. Jimmy take you to the rack. Yes. Jimmy got a mid-range. Game. Jimmy pull up from about eight feet, bust it on you. That's he the ain't stuff scared. I like, man. No, he ain't scared. scared. No, no. Hell no. You know what they love about tight ass braids on. Got his <laughs> right. hair. That, I think that's what it is. Uh, he playing hard because he got a headache. He got to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't tie them braids so high. He got a headache. He out there a playing because his hair hurt. A damn Jimmy Butler looked like an old dark skinned Asian man. Out <laughs> there be playing his ass off. Wait a minute. Jimmy Butler looked look like, like an old dark skinned Asian, Asian man. man. And just be playing his ass off. He's a ball for sure. No. No, he's he's balling. He is balling, and, and I'm telling you, man. And I, he ain't I scared of nobody. He put that headband on. First of over. all, first man. of all, how come every time he get a rebound, he swing on whoever next to him? He's swinging <laughs> on Your teammates. Back. He's swinging on referees. Just get out the way. It's his ball. I'm ready to see it, man. It's great series, man. So tonight, you know, Lakers Nuggets. How we looking at that, Uncle? Is this gonna be one one? 2-0, how you feel about this one tonight? Hey, man, the Lakers not going to let Denver win. That's LeBron mm. James over there. And, and anybody <laughs> that convinced me that he great, he has. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Junior, for Sports Talk. Coming up at the top of the hour, one of our listeners, Steve, needs some advice from you. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, earlier we were talking about the strawberry letter. Uh, the subject was he had on brand new boxers. So my my answer was if he had on brand new boxers and the wife felt like maybe something was going on, his story, her husband's story wasn't quite right. Maybe he was cheating. Steve says absolutely not. He just brought bought the new boxers because he liked new boxers. He liked the underwear, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. where we are. Yeah. So we're still arguing about this off the air. So <laughs> so I want to know, what are, if he wasn't cheating, what are the situations where a man would buy brand new underwear while he's away on a trip? Shirley, in the letter, 
there was yes. no mention as she unpacked his travel bag uh-huh. that there was already underwear in there. She said she had recently bought some new underwear and he had newer underwear at home. Mm-hmm. When he packed the bag, could he have forgotten drawers? That's why he bought some drawers he saw that he liked. It ain't like she said there was some more drawers in his bag. So that's one good reason why he would buy some underwear. All she said was there was a new pack of underwear. That's what she said. Okay, And cool. one was missing, so he had that one on. He had it on. Uh-huh. So, so when was- he got sick tonight and he took a shower, he had to mm-hmm. put the drawers on. Hello. Yeah. So he, you're saying he packed. Yes, Carla. I have a question too. Shirley. Uh, when's the last time you went underwear shopping, Steve? Well, in the mall. Yeah, Tommy. You know what, Steve? Go ahead. Go ahead. Remember that time in Atlanta? We saw you buying underwear. Uh huh. Yeah. We so asked, what are you doing in the, We asked you, what are you doing in the mall by yourself? What are you yeah, doing? Hey, you're Steve Harvey. Whoa, 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 whoa. And what did I tell you I was doing? <laughs> you said you were buying underwear. So I was out cheating. <laughs> According to Shirley, you were. I was out cheating at the perimeter mall. <laughs> you're not going to catch me I'll up be in down. that one. No, 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 Shirley. Here we go. That is the last time. Y'all saw me walking into the men's department because the uh-huh. men's department in department stores is always on the ground floor by the door. The yeah. men's department ain't never upstairs because uh-uh. they'll never make a sale. If you gotta <laughs> right. go upstairs. Ain't nobody going up there. In and the men's out. department is always on floor one. But, I went yeah. in there. Y'all, what y'all asked me? I said, I'm going to get some underwear. And we were Y'all like, were you... surprised. Yeah, Margie you... don't buy my underwear. Really? No, but this I buy the woman in the strawberry letter bought her husband's underwear, and I know a lot of but women, he, myself included, that buy their husband's underwear. And yeah. so he I don't have, buy underwear. Yeah, yeah. But my husband, he buys his don't buy and my I buy underwear. Well, well excuse yeah. me, excuse me, Carla. What did you just say? I buy him, and he has, you know, he buys his own as uh, well. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Was he cheating? Let me go find out. Let me find out this boy. You mean to tell me? Wait, wait, hold up, Mr. Married Man, Tommy. Yes, sir. Do you have you ever bought yourself some drawers? I buy all my underwear. Yeah, ass was cheap, Junior. <laughs> Low down, dirty. Have cheetah. you ever bought yourself some drawers? Right, okay, I let's buy ask all the newlyweds. Your ass was cheap. No, no. Low down, dirty. Shirley, but, that letter response you gave was. And you're what? I stand by my answer. I stand by it. I you said what I said. The wife was suspicious. She suspicious. gave her reasons to be suspicious. So, right. He did. I'm riding with you on them. Yeah, clearly. he gave her I'm reasons right. to so, be so, suspicious. Uh, you buying new Wait underwear and you out of town on business trip. You know she buys your underwear. Uh-uh. Wait a minute. Let me ask you. Let me ask you. We thought like that. If men thought like that. Every time women go buy underwear... Are they cheating? Hmm. We don't think alike. No, no. You going to get oh, nice y'all, y'all, lingerie? Y'all, y'all, y'all buy that all the time. <laughs> and a new bra. Yes. Thongs, thongs on the go. Y'all buy thongs on the go. Y'all get thongs yes. 24-7. Do, do that mean you cheating? What's Shut that up, mean? Junior. Don't no, change Junior. <laughs> oh. Y'all keep no, a pair in y'all purse. <laughs> I just oh, really? ordered some more draws the other day. <laughs> some new time. Yeah, I just... I just don't understand. Okay. All right. Um, we, we won't, we'll Y'all agree to disagree trip. on this one. We'll agree to disagree on this one. Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have Shirley. more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. Yes, Steve. We didn't Steve. disagree. You lied. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We got to ask this question. What is going on in Florida? Of course, besides the usual craziness, but now what? Latino truck drivers are calling for a boycott of Florida over the state's new immigration law that requires employers to verify that their workers are legally authorized to work in the U.S. Many are refusing to make deliveries in the state. And on Monday, Florida governor, here he is again, Ron DeSantis, signed a bill into law that bans public colleges and universities in the state from funding diversity, equity, and inclusion programs. And this man is running for president. Let me tell y'all something. If y'all don't uh, vote in Florida, <laughs> come on. This man. Which only can lead me to believe that more people think like that than we are willing to admit yeah, I think the last or even understand. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just mm. going to say it. This man is a racist. Yes. He has racist policies. Yes. And if you vote for him, I can only assume that you are racist too. All right, question. Now that's Steve. a fair assessment. Your yes. ass is racist. Racist is racist. <laughs> and yes. they hate when you call them racist. Yeah. But a person who's racist, who doesn't realize it or doesn't want to be called a racist, is because that's just how they are. Yeah, that's most it's dangerous. It's the norm right for them. Right. Most dangerous. Yeah. How can it be racist when this is how it is? Yeah, yeah. And All that's right, a dangerous person, Trump included. Yeah. Coming up in 33 minutes after the hour, we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather go zip lining through the Amazon forest B. or would you rather ride a camel around the pyramids? Mm-hmm. Zip lining or riding a B. camel? No, B. 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 You want to ride the camel? Yeah, have you ever ridden a camel. camel before? I don't have to. Uh, I want to now. I think, but I don't think I did. You I've been around them. My whole family in the road to camel. I don't recall. No, seems like but you I know if you camel. rode a camel before. Yeah, I'd ride the camel before my ass zip line through that thing. <laughs> I can we fall off that camel into that sand and probably make it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you, birthday boy? What? <laughs> mm, I'm, a, I'm up for the bucket list. I'm a zip line. I'm going straight through it. I'm zip line. Yeah. I'm screaming and hollering the whole time, but I'm zip line. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Carla, you would pick the camel because... Oh yeah, I'd zip you didn't enjoy ziplining like the rest of us. I tried to turn around. You can't go back once you but start. But the little you girl behind back. her was taunting go, her. Go, lady, go! <laughs> Shut up, little girl. <laughs> All right. I was messing up her vacation. <laughs> would you rather be able to take back anything you say, or would you rather hear any conversation that is about you? Take back anything oh, oh. you say. No. Or would you rather hear it when other people are talking about it? I ain't taking back it. nothing I said. Once I said, I said it. B. I'm not mm-hmm. taking back nothing I said. But, but I want to hear what somebody said about mm-hmm. me. Yeah. So which and when one? I, and when I hear that, I'm going to say something. And I ain't taking that back either. <laughs> we right. know B. Uh, I want to hear everything said about me. Who had a line received? <laughs> oh, I you heard that. See, that's how, that's how he's I was hey, every day. I ain't gonna lie to you, dude. I was looking at Zoom today, thinking the same damn thing. He says it every day. <laughs> what do you want, Steve? Oh, I want eight. 
I don't give a damn what you say about me. I ain't got to hear it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, don't care. care. I want to be able to take back what I said. Mm-hmm. Like what? Uh, mm-hmm. What did you want to take okay. back? Oh, like the new 2015 Miss Universe is <laughs> Columbia. Oh, I know the hair that was What? Gibson, that was a lesson in Ooh. life. That was a life lesson. Ooh, I could have skipped that one. Uh-huh. No, All no. Right. <laughs> would you rather marry someone who doesn't love you, or would you mm. rather marry someone you do not love? Oh, I've done both of them. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> and one of them was at the same time. Expecting that. We, we ain't even got to say nothing, Junior. We're going to let him have it. Yeah, yeah he got to take Wait, his. What? Yeah, yeah. I done Explain done that, that at, the, at the same damn time. <laughs> yeah, I done both of them. Yeah. All right, we'll end on that note. That is today's round of Would You Rather Get Up, yeah. Carla. A <laughs> couple times during the wedding vows, I, I started to wave him off. Hey. <laughs> Coming up in 49 minutes after the hour, it's our last break of the day. And you don't want to miss our closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day. And of course, before we get to our closing remarks, we got to say happy birthday one more time before we get out of here to the one and only nephew, Tommy. Happy birthday, nephew. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Birthday boy in the middle. What's up, Tommy? Happy birthday. First of all, we're we're so happy you made it to work today. Made Um, it to work. That was, yeah. Yeah, because we're surprised. You know that's the truth. You know what? Yeah, this that is, is a blessing huge. for me. You know, you know, a year ago is is uh, a year ago today is the day that I got the news that uh, that I was you know diagnosed with cancer. So to be a year later and be cancer free, I got that news on my birthday. So to be uh, a year later and to be cancer free, man, it's a blessing for me. This is a beautiful yeah. day. Look at God. Look at God. Look at God, yeah. Look at God man. Business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. My, my, my. Lord. Mm-hmm. A year What's later. Your birthday. Wow. What you doing? Hanging out with my wife all day today. Oh, beautiful! All day today. You know, I'm shooting. uh, I'm shooting ready to love here in Dallas, Texas. So she's flying through and hanging out with me. And me Mm -hmm. and me and wifey gonna move around Dallas. This is actually where we got engaged. We got engaged in Dallas. Oh, okay. So memories. All right. A lot of stuff to celebrate today. A lot of stuff to celebrate. Yep. Yep. Academy of Arts and Letters got engaged on stage after a stage play that I did. Academy of Arts and Letters. Beautiful. Beautiful, Tommy. Have a beautiful day with your wife today. And um, we're going to switch gears here to um, Steve. You've kind of been talking about this all week now, the situation with uh, John Morant. And um, we have a phone call. We wanted you to hear T from Columbia. Good morning, Steve and crew. This uh T from Columbia. I want to speak on John Morant, video kids, T 
kids do look up to him as a role model, but we can't get upset at him because Republicans take pictures with AR-15 and no one do anything to them. That's all I have to say, so thank you. Well, T, T, what you say is true. Republicans take pictures with AR-15s and nobody say nothing to them. Uh, those are Republicans. Ja Morant is a 23-year-old, high-profile player who has signed a contract to play for the NBA Memphis Grizzlies. Ja Morant, unlike those Republicans you see with the AR-15s, happens to be black. He also happens to be, as you say, uh, where uh, hundreds of thousands of young kids look up to him, which puts him in the capacity of a role model, like it or not. In John Morant's contract, there is a behavior clause. There's a clause in the contract that holds him accountable for his behavior on the basketball court and off the basketball court. We have that in television. We all have that here on this radio show. This company, iHeart, if we do anything that can damage or hurt the brand, they can dissolve our contract immediately because we have violated the uh, clause in that that requires us to cut a conduct clause. Now, I know everybody wants to put this on his youth. Uh, somebody's even talking about his Second Amendment rights and all this. And he may have, you may have a license to carry. But you can't carry that gun in that locker room. You can't carry that gun uh, on that NBA float. And you can't carry that gun on a video live stream in front of millions of people. Because it's not a part of the brand that you signed up for to play for and to represent. Another thing we are not looking at. John Morant is a parent. He has a child. At one point in time, unlike his father, you have got to be a representation of what your children want to be. Because children will listen to what you say, but they will closely watch what you do. And not only is his daughter going to see videos of this as she grows up, there are millions of people who are able to analyze this who are watching now. I got Ja is a young black dude. He ain't that damn young. See, you can't get suspended for eight games less than 90 days ago. Lose eight games pay, which is in the millions. And your ass turn around and do damn near the exact same thing. Except this time you ain't in the club, you're in the car. At what point is it necessary for Ja to have a gun? And if you are around friends of yours who are gun toters, legal or not, who got to put everything on social media, I'm sorry, you need to change your circle of friends. Because somebody, even the young dude that wanted to hide the video when he saw Ja with the gun, he tried to hide it. But at one point, Ja has got to take full responsibility. The young dude tried to hide it. When he saw him with the gun, he went, wow, he put it on his shirt. But it was too late. So I don't understand what we're doing here. You know what? Uh, I, I, I don't think we know... All we know, we know John Morant as a basketball player. That's what we know. But we really don't know what kind of person he is. 
12 at all. Well, well, he apologized Tuesday night. He's Somebody give a damn about that? No, no, no. He released the statement. He Stop apologizing. Well, if you're going to do the same call. damn thing. Yeah. Here's what this boy ain't. You ain't can't, you can't be a millionaire and a thug. You can't do both of them. They're not going to survive in the same space. He was not raised a thug and a gangster. This boy ain't got no criminal record. He don't commit crime. People listening to the wrong damn music, he acting out lyrics that ain't even him. He's stupid. But you got to get them people out around because they got to Steve Harvey contest, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 